Hello, this is the Newborn Nurse Podcast, and I'm your host, Rachel Ramsey, RNBSN. This podcast is for expectant and new mothers and families, and we are here to share with you a list of incredible newborn resources, services, professionals, and tips and tricks. We hope the info on this podcast informs you, helps you, and most of all, eases any anxieties, gives you confidence, and empowers you to be the best parent possible. Knowledge really is power, and we are here to inform and guide you through this season with your new baby. I am your host, Rachel Ramsey. I am a registered nurse and certified postpartum doula. I have 17 years of professional neonatal and maternal nursing experience and five years as the owner of The Newborn Nurse, a Nashville-based service that provides in-home care and newborn education to new families. I hope this podcast helps each of you in some big or small way. Biggest of congratulations and thanks for listening. You've got this, Mama, and we are here for you. As a reminder, any information you hear on this podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please see the full disclaimer on our website for more details. Website is listed in show notes. Hey guys, it's Rachel back from the newborn nurse. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Corey and she is actually one of our twin moms. We have had, I think it is now 17 sets of twins that we have cared for since the beginning of the newborn nurse, which was about five years ago. And her twins just turned a year old on February the 3rd. She has a boy and a girl. They're precious. Um, So we just wanted to interview her today and just talk about life with twins and what to expect and how to plan and all the things. So we will start with Corey. If you will just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your family, and then I always like to ask everyone, what is their favorite thing to do in the Nashville area? Sure. Um, My name's Corey. We, uh, my husband, my daughter and my twins live in the Franklin area. Um, we moved here about, um, gosh, almost two years ago. Um, we, yeah, definitely two years ago. So I have a almost four-year-old and I have two one-year-old twins. Um, and my uh, favorite thing to do in this area, there's just so many great outdoor parks and outdoor um kind of walkabouts that you can go on with your kids. And then we love to hit up the factory in downtown Franklin too. Yeah. That's a great spot. The other, uh, one of the other moms we interviewed said she also loves the parks. It's a great place to just get outside and let your kids run around. There's so many natural parks and trails and in the area. So cool. So I guess we can start off with, I guess, life before twins, what that looked like. And then life after twins, um, how you planned and kind of what your expectations were before they were born. And then kind of the reality of what it was like after they came. Okay. We, um, before they were born, when we were living in California, I was a full-time working mom with our, uh, gosh, she was around two before I was pregnant with the twins. And, um, we had feel like we had just gotten into a groove with being new parents and we're both working and then the pandemic hit. And so then we moved, uh, we came out to Tennessee for what we thought was just going to be a few months um, when we were living in California, just to kind of ride out that first wave. And we found out we were pregnant with twins, which was a huge surprise because twins run nowhere (laughs) in our family, um, which was a very fun first appointment. (laughs) I remember you telling me that when I first met you, you were like, it's not in our family. We were not planning for this. 
Yeah, I thought I thought the doctor was playing a joke because um, we I was in the appointment alone because um, they weren't allowing partners in there at the time. And uh, yeah, they asked me, like, you know, how many twins do you have in your family? And I was like, haha, that's none. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we quickly realized we were going to need a lot of help because um, three under three was just and how do you even wrap your, your brain around that? Um, so we ended up making the permanent move to California or to Tennessee. Um, and then just trying to prep for it as much as possible. Um, I think the second half of your question was how did, like, how did we, what did we expect and how did we prep for that? Um, we, with twin births, there's so many different forms of twins and your pregnancy can go so many different ways. Uh, I was very fortunate and had a pretty easy standard twin pregnancy. They are die die twins. So they each had their, um, their own placenta, their own sac. Uh, it was the lowest risk of a multiples pregnancy. So we feel like we really lucked out on that end, but then prepping for it, um, we just knew we were going to be outnumbered and knew we were going to face, um, a challenge. Uh, so with my, um, with my daughter, I had pretty bad postpartum depression. Um, so we started to just kind of prep and brace for that because with twins, you get double the hormones, double the sleep deprivation. Um, and then, you know, we had a toddler on top of it. So we just tried to kind of stack as many resources in our court as possible um, with uh, trying to create a birth plan, which is kind of a joke when you have <laughs> twins. Um, you just have no idea how that's going to go. Um, we tried to prep our house. You know, we bought a single story, bigger house, just to kind of help out with like the layout. Um, we obviously contacted you and your team um, just because I knew I needed some help and sleep was such a big issue for us with my, with our first kid. And then I just started trying to read as much as possible on how do you even do life with, with twins and, what works, what doesn't work. And we tried to just kind of loosely we game plan, but we also knew we had to kind of loosely hold on to it as much as possible. That's kind of a good way to, you know, to plan, but then kind of hold it loosely instead of being so set on this has to go this way. Cause almost, it almost never goes exactly the way that oh. you planned for it to which yeah, is life we, in general. <laughs> yeah. We learned that the hard way with uh, our first one, we had this like very set plan on how it's going to, life was going to go. And, uh, kids are just, uh, kind of humbling that way. Yes. Yes. Um, how would you say that you balance? Cause I know you guys are such hands-on parents. I know when I came to your home, you had the whole like playroom and, um, kind of schoolroom set up for mm -hmm. your daughter and y'all are so hands-on. How did you go from, um, having her to the two? How, how have you found a good balance in kind of, um, you know, having the older sibling and the twins. Yeah, that, um, we were really concerned with that, um, before we had the twins, um, 
before they arrived. Our daughter was two at the time and she had been home with us full time for a year before the twins arrived. And so her whole world had just been, you know, she was the center of our whole world for a good while. And she's a big personality, but she's also kind of a sensitive kid. She's very attuned um, to the people around her. So we just really tried to make sure that we kept her routine as much as possible. Um, She's really big, like her bedtime routine, everything has to happen the exact same time all the time. Um, And we have to be really careful what we add to it because what we add sticks. (laughs) So we made sure that the routines that we had that were kind of good one-on-one time with her that we, we stuck to. We tried when we could as much as possible. We still ate dinner at the dinner table with her, um, still hung out in her bedroom with her before bed. Um, you know, one of us was always up with her while the other one was trying to sleep um, in the morning. So there was some good one-on-one time there too. And then I just went and probably spent way too much money at the target dollar section <laughs> and just hoarded like every craft and like little five minute activity and stuffed it all in a closet. So that way, you know, when we could, we could break away. If one of us could break away from the babies and just pull something new out and entertain her and spend some like five or 10 minutes with her wherever we could throughout the day when she was home. That's a really good tip, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Go get a bunch of cheap little dollar toys. Oh, yeah. Have them in like a stash. Little painting kits. And uh, Sally Hansen has instant dry nail polish. And oh, yeah. there's so lots fun. of little activities. I know our company does this. And I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you can ask family or friends or babysitters or companies like mine. But a lot of people who have an older child, especially a toddler, like two-year-olds don't quite wrap their head around the newborn for a while. The older children do. But if you have an older child that has kind of been the center of your world, I think a great thing, like you mentioned, the bedtime routine is have someone take over the care of the babies or new baby. Mm -hmm. And that way you can solely focus on the older child's norm, the bath, the bedtime with the older baby or the older child, at least a couple of times a week. So they still feel like life is normal for them. Yeah. Um, And now that she's older, you know, I can have her help with the babies. Um, like she, not they're bigger too. She can help give them bottles or, you know, if, even if it's not actually help, if it causes more trouble, I still have her help with (laughs) like activities with them. And, that's really helped at this age. When we first brought them home, she was really excited about them for like the first day. Then she realized they were staying. And then it was (laughs) just like side eye glances for like the next like few months. And now she's engaged back with them. So yeah. 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 And tell them moms, cause I know when you first bring the babies or baby home, there's a guilt. It, you're like, mm-hmm. this older mm-hmm. child was my world and you can't get to them because you've just delivered and you're breastfeeding yeah. or you're, you know, that's, there's, you can't do a lot of hands on, but just knowing that it passes and it gets better and it takes a while to acclimate to this new yeah. person in the home. So just know like wherever you're at in the mom guilt, it does, as you can yes. confess, get a little bit better. 
Hey everyone, this is Rachel from The Newborn Nurse. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you are learning some valuable and helpful information on this podcast. If you would like to learn even more, we have something new and exciting to tell you about. We have created our Newborn Care 101 online video course for first-time expectant parents or parents who want a refresher course in newborns. This course is taught by me, a neonatal newborn nurse and expert of 18 years and founder of The Newborn Nurse. It's so super important to make sure you are gathering your newborn information from a trusted and experienced source as you prepare for your baby. This course is a series of educational videos where you will learn everything you need to know about newborn care all in one spot without having to search and scroll all over the internet. You can take this course in the comfort of your own home and nursery with your own baby equipment and at your own pace. You can also rewatch the videos as many times as you would like with unlimited access to these videos for an entire year. Many of the families who have already taken this course have reached out to tell me how helpful it is to go back and be able to review these videos once their baby has arrived. In this course, you will learn swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, burping, cord care, how to use your breast pump and car seat, how to prevent mastitis, calm a fussy baby, and much, much more. You also get free printables, including a checklist of what to pack in your hospital bag, a must-haves product list for your baby registry, and the best part, you get free access to our Facebook online community group where you can meet other new moms and also have access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions you have along your journey. The families who have taken this course already have raved about it and have felt it has been super helpful and allowed them to feel prepared, organized, ready, and knowledgeable about their newborn. For our podcast listeners, you can receive 10% off this course with coupon code, all caps, PODCAST, at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in the show notes below. Thank you for being here and best wishes to you and your family. I hope you feel loved, supported, and empowered as a new parent. Thanks so much and have a great day. Um, What were some things that you expected versus reality once the twins were really here? Anything that you thought would go one way and went totally another? Um, Yeah, it's funny. I was asking my husband that uh, earlier today and we both agreed that Actually, the toddler was the hardest part about having twins (laughs) in the beginning. We were expecting these like, you know, two little newborn bundles to be the most difficult part, but really it was the toddler and it's just that attention that they want. And you, like you said, you're just not able to give both physically because you can't pick them up and, you know, you just, if you're, especially if you're nursing, you just got these little babies all over you all day. Um, that was, that was a big hard part, um, that we weren't expecting. Um, I also, I don't know why I thought twins, they would just be two identical little babies. Like they would act the same and they would need the same things, but they work, they're two bait just because they're twins, you know, it doesn't mean that they're the same baby. And that was kind of like a whiplash. I had one baby that was a great sleeper and she just wants to sleep all day. And then I have another baby who just hates sleep and <laughs> one baby was colicky. One baby couldn't have milk in my diet. And so it just felt like it was double hard to, um, understand both babies and learn 
the behaviors and wants and needs to support both babies. And you're learning them at the same time. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I know with studies show that with identical twins, if you have, you know, obviously identical twin boys or identical twin girls, mm-hmm. usually they are on the same schedule. They just naturally kind of do the same things, but then any fraternal, whether you have, you know, fraternal boys, fraternal girls, or a boy girl, usually they are not in sync. Cause just, cause they're two totally different, you know, yeah. genetics and two different people yeah. and all that. So, um, do you have any certain products? I know some twin moms love a certain product that really helped them with like bottle feeding or is there anything that you love that you are like, I had to have this, this really helped us, um, you know, with your twins. Um, it's funny cause there's like a whole market for twin gear out there mm-hmm. and some of them are, you know, I swear by them and the others, um, I think would you know, they might be a nice to have, but it's not really necessary. The twin Z pillow, um, cause I breastfed both my twins. That one was great. And it, it's a monster. Like it shows up in the box and you're just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's bigger than me. Um, but that one, um, was great. Cause it had back support and my back was just completely gone for a while. Um, cause they were so big. Um, that one's great. And then we swear by the Kikaru silicone, um, changing mat because yep. with two babies, there's just so much poop and pee like <laughs> everywhere all the time. And you can just like wipe that thing down. Yeah. That was, I think on the, um, the snuggle me organics, those yes. were, um, the, the big ones. Cause we could just take those and get those babies asleep at whatever house we ended up at or in whatever room we weren't beholden to the bassinet. Um, That's good. so that one was a big one yeah. for us and we could, prop, yeah, we could prop them up a little bit easier for the ones that have the, the little bit of colic. Yeah. Awesome. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to go over. Um, what do you think was your, like, if there's a mom who's expecting, who's listening to this podcast, uh, what, what could you tell her any advice or, um, again, a way to plan or prepare or what your biggest hurdle was that she can go, I think kind of having an expectation and and a reality of that expectation helps you not be so hit by the freight train. If you can plan and really truly know, like, this is going to happen. I'm not going to get sleep just kind of re- a reality check on what to expect. What would you let her know or just kind of let her plan for? I, so the thing I struggled with like pre-baby, pre the twins getting here, the thing I struggled with the most was, you know, with one baby, you pretty much know kind of how birth's going to go. You're trying to get to that 40 week mark. Um, and if you have a kind of normal pregnancy, of course, but with twins, you know, you're just hoping to get past 32 weeks, which sounds scary in your head. Right. And like, the more you think about it, this kind of the scarier it feels because that birth is just kind of this moving target. And there are things like, you know, time in the NICU looming over you. And, you know, do you do C-section? Do you try for vaginal? Do you, you know, there's just so many what ifs. And, you know, I was really fortunate. I I picked a great hospital that had a great midwife program and it kind of, I kind of just had to like loosely give 
all that effort to try to plan around birth up and just know that, you know, as long as you do the best you can to care for the babies while they're inside you, your medical team is going to do a great job at, you know, making sure they're born in whatever way they need to be born. And so once I finally kind of loosened the grip on, on trying to anticipate that birth or how it was going to go, then that felt a lot better than post birth. Um, it's, it's, um, with the twins, it was just so important to have a game plan for rest and for healing. Number and one, sleep. <laughs> number one, number sleep. one, sleep. Um, and I learned that so much the hard way with my daughter, my first daughter. Um, so, you know, I was really intentional with my husband that we both have a game plan on how, you know, each of us rested and caught up. You and your team were a huge part of that. Um, but then outside of having a night nurse, how do we rest throughout the day? Because, you know, these babies are going to need you whether you're rested or not. So you better have something in the tank. Um, and it just takes that edge off. If you can just squeeze in 15 minutes here, 20 minutes here. Like, I don't think we slept in the same bedroom for like two months after they were born. And once you just give up and say, this isn't how life is going to be forever, but just this initial few months, um, it's so important and getting those babies on some sort of schedule and the same schedule, whether they want to or not, um, is, is so important too, because it just kind of helps your, your family have a little bit of structure. So you guys can all kind of get in the swing and, and heal and rest and learn each other too. Yeah. And like, I like to always say this, but it goes by fast. I mean, your uh, babies are one. I cannot one. believe it. I feel like I was just sitting at your kitchen table right there chatting with you and now it's been yeah. a year. So again, just knowing if you're in the thick of it, like it's tough, but it does pass. Yeah. <laughs> and when they're walking around talking and playing and sleeping all night. And so, yeah, it, and that's, I think that is, um, my husband has had to remind me of that too. Like we've had some real, you have really good days and we still have really bad days. And I just have to keep telling myself it's, you know, it's double hard with twins because you got two baby personalities to deal with. But um, I'd say like maybe a couple months ago, they started really interacting with each other. And that the moments where like they crack each other up or they're actually playing with each other now, I can like kind of let a breath out and be like, whew, okay, mm-hmm. we are on the other side of that hard first part. And I just, my stomach dropped when I found out I was having twins because I had no idea how we were going to do it. And now that we're on the other side, I can't imagine life any other way than having these two little meatballs rolling around, making a mess everywhere. <laughs> They're so cute. Yeah. Well, that's so fun. Thank you for sharing your journey. Um, I know it was rough for a little bit with all the kids, but now you're through um, the hard part and able to give some moms hope and to let them know your story. And uh, hopefully we'll have some twin moms listen in on this and get some good advice from you. So 
and we loved caring for y'all. We did <laughs> nights and some days with you guys and yep. loved helping your sweet family. So anyway, well, thank Thanks. you for your time today and I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Corey. Bye. Okay, bye. If you loved what you heard on our podcast today, don't forget you can learn even more with our new Newborn Care 101 online video course. This course is taught by me, a newborn registered nurse expert, and covers all kinds of newborn education, including swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, how to use your breast pump and car seat, sleep training, and much, much more. You also get free access to our online course community, which gives you direct access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions along the way. Our podcast listeners get a special discount, so make sure to use coupon code PODCAST in all caps at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in show notes below. Thanks so much and have a great day. Although I am a nurse, I am not your medical provider, and any information from me is purely educational and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a professional for your particular situation before making any decisions. My opinion about any brands we mention on the podcast is based on my personal experience and is not an endorsement about the suitability of any products for your particular need.